guys? How are you? Happy Saturday. Welcome into another episode of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt at Sports Talk Matt to follow me across all socials. And this podcast being brought to you by our friends at OmahaSteaks.com. You guys know the URL by now, OmahaSteaks.com slash juice. Subscriptions are available. When you get a subscription, you get 10% off everything you buy at OmahaSteaks.com and they're going to give you free burgers for life. Plus that 100% money back guarantee at OmahaSteaks.com slash juice. Go check it out. We have to keep the backdrop different. Why? That is five consecutive full unit plays that have cashed for us here with the Daily Juice. All of a sudden, we're having a winning week. Amazing how that works, right? This is the roller coaster. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm going to win today because who knows? I probably won't. But one and two, one and two. One and two, three and oh, two and oh. That is betting. That is the roller coaster. So, for the DMs I got comparing me to Book It Trent and all the other people saying I can't bet and I don't know what I'm talking about, and all okay, that, that's fine, man. I mean, that, that's say and do whatever you want, just keep on watching, keep on listening. I don't care what you write. I don't care what you say as long as you keep on coming back. Now, the Discord channel is a little bit of a different world. That is a community. So, like, if you come in there and you kind of pee in the Cheerios, yeah, we're going to kick you out. That's kind of how that's going to work. But as long as you're respectful and, you know, there to have a good time like everybody else, you're more than welcome to hop on in. Two-player props got given out correctly. Two-player props got given out incorrectly. Went with two and two. Literally flat. Like down 0.02, like not even anything to talk about for us in the player prop model. Giannis hit a three. We got that right. We got the rebounds over for Valahunas. Uh, we could have swept it. Luca ended with three. We bet over three and a half threes. And Ingram finished with one. We bet over one and a half threes. So that was kind of a disappointment. <laughs> Ingram went one for two. Luca went three for nine. He had plenty of chances. He scored 38 points. So it was kind of, those numbers are right. They're red hot, razor sharp numbers there on that. So Luca went over the points prop. The points prop was a better play for Luca, not his three point shot. But I thought if the points hit, then the three point prop should hit. Four for nine, we're good. Three for nine, we're not. Just the way that it goes. So two and two there. Two and oh on the under with the Bucks. Again, two unders that came rolling in for us with the NBA. Can't quit it. I got an NBA play. I got a hockey play. And I've got three college basketball plays for us going on here for today. Let's start with the game of the day for me. The Creighton Blue Jays are laying four and a half at home against Marquette. Now, this is the annual whiteout game. So I had a hand in this way back in like 2007 when the Creighton Blue Jays were not doing whiteout games. And I was on my radio show. I worked afternoon drive in Omaha and I did the pre and post game show for the Creighton Blue Jays. In case you wonder where the Creighton love comes from, that's where it comes from. So I noticed that they weren't doing what was being done around the country, they weren't doing whiteouts. So I started talking about it like every day on my radio show. Why not do a whiteout? Let's do a whiteout. And so they did it against Wichita State at the time was the biggest rival for the Creighton Blue Jays in the Valley. It was a huge game, huge rival. My photographer at the time, a guy who still shoots Creighton basketball games now, took a picture, blew it up, framed it and gave it to me. I still have it. It's in Massachusetts. It's not with me here in Vegas, but I still have it from the first ever whiteout game and like... I just walked around. I was like, this is awesome. I was like, look at this. And now we're here going into, I mean, years later, nearly, you know, 
if it's 2007, we're talking about almost 20 years of this happening, right? So it's really cool. It's awesome to see it still going on. And this is a big game. It's a big game every year when they do the whiteout, but this is a huge game for the Creighton Blue Jays up against Marquette. They beat UConn in this building. They lost to Marquette at Marquette in the first matchup. The Jays were at Marquette. They lost 72 to 67. They opened up the league play 0-2, if you remember. Lost to Nova, lost to Marquette. Jays are now 12-6 and with a chance to win against Marquette. It is senior day. When I tell you that senior day is always really hard for the Creighton Blue Jays, any, any program, senior day is a really hard day. You do not want to go out a loser for your seniors. And for some of the players, either A, they will transfer out, they know it, or B, they're going to go pro. Like Trey Alexander going professional is very likely. He's going to be probably a second round pick, maybe a late first round pick, but he's going to be in the NBA on a bench. You know, he just has a really smooth game that NBA guards are lacking, frankly, at the moment right now. So mid-range game and just a really good shooter. So he'll go out. Baylor Shireman, this is it. He's out of eligibility. So he came back for one more year, used the COVID year, and, and that's it for Baylor Shireman. So he's out. There's questions about Ryan Cockbrenner. Will he be back next year? Will he use the COVID year? Or will he go to the NBA? So th- there's a lot of finality at the end of this. They host a ceremony at the end, like every team does. It's always really emotionally charged, and it sucks when you lose, man. It sucks when you lose. So look it. There's two ways to play this. Okay, there's two ways to play this. The total for this game is 155. It's four and a half. It feels a little heavy. I'm not going to lie. It was three and a half. It was bet up to four and a half. Kempom has this as a three point win for the Jays. 76 to 73. Now That's 149. The total is 155. So when you start looking at the way the Jays have played at home, they're 10 and five to the over. But the first game against Marquette, it was 154. This is now 155. The game went under by 15 points. It was 72 to 67, the win for Marquette. Marquette on the road is nine and four to the under on the road. On the road against UConn, it went under. Butler, it went under. Georgetown, it went under. Nova went over. DePaul went over. But St. John's went under. Seton Hall went over. Providence went under. The last one, two, three road game, four road games for Marquette have all gone under. What does Shaka Smart preach? Defense. Defense, defense, defense. That's what the calling card is for Marquette. I'm concerned for the Creighton Blue Jays. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to bet the four and a half personally, okay? I think it's going to be a game where the Jays will hit their threes well enough. But I think pace of play is a really big problem here for the Creighton Blue Jays. 72nd for pace of play for Marquette, but they can really take the air out of the ball if they want to. Defensively for Marquette, they're 15th in defensive efficiency. They're 109th in effective field goal percentage, but they're 92nd in two-point defense. They do not give up offensive rebounds. For the most part, they hit their free throws, and they get a lot of their points 
both behind the basket, behind the arc, and at the basket. We know for the Creighton Blue Jays, 35.6% of their points this year come from the three-point line. That is 34th in college basketball. Marquette, uh, Marquette, 51.7% of their two-pointers come from inside the arc. That's 140th. Three-pointers, 34.2. The biggest storyline of this game is Tyler Kolick's ankle. He's going to play. There's no debate. But how healthy is he? One of the best players in the Big East may not be healthy. If he's not healthy, you do, you just know Shaka Smart is going to go into a turtle shell here and not look to push and let the Creighton Blue Jays push either. This is a 2.30 Eastern time, 1.30 Central time start on Big Fox. Not Little Fox, Big Fox. A lot of eyeballs will be on this basketball game. This is a huge game. This will feel like a tournament game. For that reason, I'm betting the under. Under 155 for 1.1 units. I do think Creighton wins. I do think Creighton covers. I will bet the Jays minus four and a half on this. But I am concerned. I'm not going to lie on this. I, I feel stronger about the under. I feel stronger about the pace of play. The first matchup went under by 15 points at 154. Yes, the Jays are better at home, but the Creighton Blue Jays have had games where they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn from behind the arc. And that's really caused a lot of problems for them when that happens. Now against you, against Seton Hall, they scored 85 against UConn. They scored 85 against Georgetown. They scored 94. They've been hot at home over the last three games. Butler, they scored 98. DePaul, they scored 85. Xavier, they scored 85. St. John's, they scored 66. Providence, they scored 69. They've been hitting shots, hitting threes recently. Just think Shaka Smart's going to have a game plan here. Take the air out of the ball. We're going under 155 for 1.1 units. The Jays and Marquette. I do think Creighton wins and covers, though. At minus four and a half, you want some extra, you can jump in on that. Second bet. Let's talk about North Carolina. Tar Heels, another team that I absolutely love this year. We have a future bet on them to win it all. 13-point win, according to Kempom. The number opened up at 12.5. Immediately, it was bet down. This game is not senior day. Notre Dame will be senior night. That's on Tuesday. NC State is a team that, look, they're not that good. NC State is 9-8 and eight in the ACC. They're 17-11. They're and 11. They just went to Florida State and lost. They beat Boston College, but lost at home to Syracuse. They lost at Wake Forest at, on the road. They lost at home to Pittsburgh. They lost to Syracuse on the road, Virginia on the road, Virginia Tech on the road. And in the first matchup, North Carolina beat them 67 to 54. They won by 13 points in the first matchup. That was back on the 10th of January when NC State was 11 and four, 11 and three and three and zero in conference play going into that game. And North Carolina walked in and really kind of handed them their lunch in that one. I'm surprised at the movement here. I'm not going to be I'm not going to lie. I am surprised that we aren't seeing more people or more money come in here on North Carolina. This might be a situation where they're trying to buy the price down to then hit on a bigger number. Because it does seem a little bit weird that North Carolina is not a bigger favorite here, in particular when Kempom is is at where Kempom is at. Just it feels like this number, this is a little bit of a head fake, and it's not right. On the road, NC State is four seven and one ATS. 
North Carolina is 7-6 at home ATS, but they're 10-7 in the ACC. NC State is 7-9-1 ATS on the road this year. Didn't cover against Florida State on the road. They did cover against Clemson and Wake Forest. Didn't cover against Syracuse, though. Didn't cover against Virginia. Didn't cover against Louisville. Look, last time out against Miami, UNC didn't look good. They won by four, laying 14. I don't think they take their rival lightly. This is a big game here on a Saturday afternoon. I'm going to lay the 10.5 points. It's a big number, I know, but I think NC State's going to house them. North Carolina, 4 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN, at home, at the Dean Dome. Let's get a big W here for North Carolina. Minus 10.5, North Carolina for 1.1 units. Third bet in college basketball, Alabama-Tennessee. What a game. I mean, oh my gosh, what a game. This is going to be awesome. Revenge City for Alabama. They went to Tennessee and got housed by the Vols. 91-71. If Tennessee wins this game, I will bet on Tennessee to win it all. If Dalton Connect can walk into a place where Alabama has lost one time in two years, they do not lose at home. Doesn't happen. Okay, they're 12 and three in the SEC. They're 20 and eight overall. Their losses. I mean, they lost to Clemson back on the 28th of November. Okay, they didn't lose it all at home last year. They lost to Clemson back in November. But since then, they've beaten everyone that's come to town. South Carolina coming to town. Auburn coming to town. Uh, LSU who went there. Texas A&M who went there. Florida who went there. Anyone who walks in, Tennessee is the highest rated team, though. Auburn was sixth on Kempom. Tennessee is five on Kempom. We bet Alabama against Auburn. We got a little bit fortuitous with that. If you remember, that was that three-pointer that got waved off. This game could be very similar, coming right down to the wire. I know people are betting the over in this game. I would be a little bit careful. It's a it's a big number. 167 and a half is a big number in college basketball for anybody to, to go over. So I would just be a little bit careful with the total. It's up to wow, it's up to 170 and a half now. Yeah. I'd be careful with the number. Just it's this is college basketball, okay? I mean, I know Bama goes over a ton at home, and Alabama is known to shoot just three after three after three, and that's happening against Tennessee on the road. They got killed. Bama's 10-4 and four to the over at home. Tennessee is 9-4 and four to the over on the road. Everyone's betting the over. If it's if the game goes over, Alabama wins. Okay, game goes under, Tennessee's going to have a chance to win the game outright. Alabama's on a streak of seven consecutive games to go over. So everyone's going to be on the over in this one, but Bama's 11 and three ATS at home. They've lost one game at home so far. They're 13 and one straight up 11 and three ATS. Tennessee is four and nine on the road this year. Tennessee against Missouri didn't cover. They did cover against Arkansas. Didn't cover against Texas A&M. They did cover against Kentucky. They won the game as dogs. That was a shocker. Didn't cover against Vanderbilt. Didn't cover against Georgia. Didn't cover against Mississippi State. So not a great record here. They've been unbelievable at home, except for that loss to South Carolina, which was stunning. That was the one like what happened there game. But I'm telling you right now, if Tennessee walks into Tuscaloosa and beats Alabama, I'm betting on Tennessee to win it all. Regular season, Rick, or not. If Dalton Connect can pull this off in Tuscaloosa, oh my. Alabama, 
minus two and a half, 1.1 units. Kempom has this as a two point win. Let's take the tide at home here to keep going. Home teams, Creighton, North Carolina, Alabama, like I'm all to winning cover here. Yes, it's favorites, but it's late in the year. Favorites tend to cover late because the numbers are really sharp. Okay. So it's really hard to win on the road in college basketball this year. So not taking, not laying any points on the road. You know, Iowa State's on the road. I think Iowa State will win and cover that short number at three and a half today. You got, you know, Kansas on the road. You might take Kansas plus five, plus six, maybe for KU on the road at Baylor. Nope, not touching that. Iowa State's at Central Florida. I mean, a lot of teams, road teams in the Big 12 might have a good day. I'm just going to stay away from the Big 12 today. I'm a little bit concerned about those numbers, a little bit concerned about what's going to happen there. Okay, let's talk to the NHL. The Winnipeg Jets are on the road at the Carolina Hurricanes. We got number one goaltenders going here in this game. The Jets are 17, 9, and 2 to the under this year. Totals five and a half. Seven and three over the last 10, three and two over the last five, but seven and three over the last 10. Carolina is 16 and 14 to the under so far this year. They're seven and three also to the under over their last 10 games at home. Seven and three, last 10 on the road for Winnipeg, seven and three under. First matchup was two to one. First game of the day to 12 30 start. Maybe a sleepy start, like a first period under in the game as well. But I think you're going to see a better version. Now, in the first matchup, two to one, it was Brossois. It was not Connor Hellebuck for the Jets. Hellebuck's been a little bit shaky recently, okay? He, he needs to play well. But Carolina, I mean, they could win the game 4-1, and the game goes under. Five and a half, I think this number might go up. But it's kind of like a. It's some books are five and a half. Slight to the over with juice. Some are five and a half to the under. More books are slight to the under than the over, but I just have flat minus 110 on this at five and a half. I'm going to bet the under. Under five and a half, the Jets and Carolina. This is going to feel like a playoff game in a lot of ways. I think this is going to be a hard physical game. Carolina, for the most part, has been playing unders. And again, number one goaltenders going for both teams. First game of the day, it's a 9.30 Pacific time, 12.30 Eastern time start. So maybe a sleepy start for the Jets here a little bit because it's going to be really early in the morning for a West Coast team. I'm going under five and a half Jets in Carolina for 1.1 units. And to round out the card, we're going back to the NBA and we're just going to fire on the play that we hit on a couple of days ago. The Atlanta Hawks are at the Brooklyn Nets. These teams just played, but it was, uh, yeah, it was at Brooklyn. Game was 223, I think we bet, right? Now, it closed at 219 and a half. It went over that number by a point and a half. This is 220 and a half, all right? So, technically, it would have been a push. 124.97, the win for Brooklyn. It would have been a push if we had bet 220 and a half or 220 there. I guess 221 is what it landed. So, we would lose this if it, if it repeats itself. But this is... Just two, it's an automatic play for me, given where we are. Brooklyn is eight and two to the under. I'm going to say that they're actually nine and one to the under over the last 10. And you can extrapolate that and push it out even more because technically the last game did go over, but we got it under. And that would be going back to the, the 5th of February. Only one game has gone over involving the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Atlanta equally has been an under team four in a row. I say it's five in a row. They got a push against Toronto. 
under against Charlotte, under against Orlando, under against Utah. Those are home games. Under against Charlotte in their last road game. Under against Brooklyn in their last road game. And we're right, running right back here from two days ago with Brooklyn in Atlanta. I know you could say, well, normally it kind of flip-flops when these teams play the same team back-to-back. Sometimes it's a different outcome. I don't think so. I think it's going to be a very similar outcome. I think it's going to be an under. We're going under 220 and a half for Atlanta and Brooklyn. This game in Brooklyn, it's going to be a three o'clock Eastern time start, noon Pacific time start in Brooklyn. Let's just keep riding it here with these teams going under, consistently going under. Let's take under Atlanta and Brooklyn for 1.1 units. Okay, so five plays for us here on a Saturday Yes, you can fade them all. Okay. Yes, I turn things around. Am I due to have like a three and two day? Absolutely. Maybe a two and three day. Absolutely. Under five and a half, Winnipeg and Carolina for 1.1 units. Under 220 and a half, Atlanta and Brooklyn for 1.1 units. Under 155, the Creighton Blue Jays and Marquette for 1.1 units. North Carolina minus 10 and a half for 1.1 units. And Alabama against Tennessee at home for 1.1 units. If you want some extra, I think the Creighton Blue Jays do win at four and a half. I think you got to look at Kansas. How many points are they going to get from Baylor? Six, six and a half, seven. Maybe good look there. And then I think Iowa State does win in cover against Central Florida, but I'm not laying points on the road. So those are leans if you want some extra action for us here on a Saturday. My name is Matt Perold. Follow me across all socials at Sports Talk Matt every morning. Daily Juice Podcast. I was being brought to you by OmahaStakes.com. <laughs>